You're not, I'm not using it. Oh, I do have to. Okay. I, I agree for you to use my likeness for DS content. Well, it just came up today about because we have to have people sign releases right. for normal stuff. Makes sense. And then, like, we were saying, it's like, well, technically, everyone should. And I was like, well, JP doesn't. But yeah, I mean, I'm just sue so, you, you know? CYA, you know? I do like to sue people. Well, I like to say I'm going to sue people, yeah. but I don't actually do it. This is going to be awkward. We got. I know. It's like right in. <laughs> right in there. We're, we're trying to look at each other. We're just oh, it can oh, it could it could move. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maneuver. There you go. How are we? I'll just come in a little. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Look at this. Yeah. Now I can see my. Oh, but now I'm not hang ten and no hanging about fifteen in and down. I don't know. So we've done two in the last couple of weeks. The first one I was like talking like this, and the next one I was like, you, right you overdid it. You overshot. I overshot a little. The. Anytime anyone gets any feedback, it's usually an overcorrection right afterwards. Yeah. Well, I didn't get any feedback. I listened to the first one. I was like, oh, I was really quiet. I guess I was, I was like, hang 15. And so the next one, I came a little too close, I think. I remember one time someone uh, got the feedback. They were saying, um, or like too much during a presentation. They didn't say, um, or like at all, that presentation. But they just kept doing really long pauses where <laughs> um, and like should have been. And you just see the mouthing going, don't say um. <laughs> It's like, um. I'd rather it on there. Like, let's <laughs> let's do something. Uh, You're just making it weird now. <laughs> on that topic, um, someone who used to work with us, Matt Prings, Matt Pringle, but Prings, we um, um, we wanted to eliminate things like that that were that we would routinely do when we would present or share. For one of mine, it was I would ask at mm. the end of sentence, like, right? You know what I'm saying? You know, I would ask yeah, right. a, a question, not expecting answers, rhetorical. It was more so I think I was just trying to make sure I had people's attention. But it was annoying, especially once I started noticing how uh, much I Jen was does that it. a lot. <laughs> and, well, confirmation. Yeah. Well, so we came up with a, a uh, presentation. We were giving a presentation on a thing called on radical candor. You know okay. radical candor? No, but uh, I was, it was no radical. by someone, I believe at Google. And the concept was that you are professionals. You're there to, for each other. And you want your teammates to be their best selves, so you need to be radical in your candor, being open. It's like, okay. like, and it, it teaches you how to give radical or intense, direct feedback, so that the person can action it, learn from it, and not be overwhelmed by it. Yeah, so it's that's a whole great. Program yeah, that, that they, sounds they great. I've, I've learned it as fearless feedback. Yeah. And oh, it was the, either, the alliteration's much better. <laughs> it's 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 either positive specific or negative specific, and you always ask for permission first. Mm -hmm. That's how I was taught of yeah. fearless feedback. Yeah, right. so kind candor. That's what Gary Vee calls it in his book. What does he call it? Kind candor. Kind candor. Oh, yeah. People love alliteration oh. or rhyming. If you can't rhyme it, you just have to make it alliterative. For right. Sure. Well, yeah. But so we, you know, got feedback on our presentation. Like, so he said, kind of a lot. You know, and it kind of weaseled kind of, yeah. kind of, I kind of was aiming to do this, right? Take oh, yeah. some quality. Kind of is actually a pretty terrible yeah. thing to say. Um, but we did a presentation on radical candor and I don't remember why, but we, this was six years ago. So it was, I guess on the air, we dressed like Mad Men. Okay. So you were probably looking why. pretty good. We were looking pretty good. Yeah. We were looking really good. That's why. Oh, and then we had, um, Glass. Uh, we had whiskey. We we're drinking whiskey during it, mm -hmm. and we also had, we had. Cigarettes. Oh yeah, I can feel the whole vibe. You're yes. painting the picture. I, don't I, feel I think we were just gelled hair I real hard. Yeah. You know, mm -hmm. I think it was just funny. But the the concept of the presentation of Radical Candor was like we are going to grow from this. So at any point you can disrupt us, and you can raise your hand if we do one of these things. And we gave a list of like saying like, saying um, 
asking questions at the end of sentences. A little that buzzword no bingo. Yeah. Reverse yeah. buzzword bingo. And, uh, it was like and, <laughs> and if we do this, raise your hand, we will take a drink. So we turned it into a drinking <laughs> game and we invited people to drink with us. So we wanted it to be a drinking game. But not only was it, was it calling out what we were doing so that we'd think about it, we'd be mindful. When you see a hand go up, what did I just do, right? So we were yeah. mindful of how we were presenting in real time. But then it forced us to immediately go right back into our presentation after stopping, thinking, taking a drink. So we were practicing our presentation skills because we'd get thrown off and we were doing it a lot. We were getting thrown off. Every hand, hands were going up. Sure. Right. Because we were going, we were, the things we had on the list were, we were, you know, against so much. But it was good practice. That's great practice. Yeah. Especially because after you do something like that, a presentation like that, a, a normal presentation is, is a breeze, right? Like you, yeah. you're like, oh, I've made it through this weird one where I was dressed like a madman yeah. character. Looking People great. buzz. Oh, obviously you're looking great. Yeah. Did it make you want to dress like that during every presentation? Oh, no. Because no. when I dress up like that, when I you know wear the tie, throw on the blazer, all that, it's hard for me to then go back to my schlubby clothes. Because I'm like, wow, I could, this is what I can achieve. Hmm. In this, like, well, do you world. remember we had the tie off? Yeah, I remember. I don't. I knew you're gonna bring it up. Yeah, we had the tie <laughs> off. You kind of brought it up. I know. You we had the tie off. What was what was the tie off? We no one in our office dressed uh, remotely nice. So, but we sometimes wore ties to Ooh. to work, and people would bring it up every once in a while, like, oh, nice little tie, <laughs> whatever. We, were they wacky ties or were no, they just they were normal just ties? normal, just beautiful. like regular also, ties. The it was all the entire floor of the building was all creative. Well, creative, so creative commonly you don't you don't have to dress like you're right. allowed to because I'm creative. Right, like what right. you're wearing would be considered dressed up. Right, right. Almost have exactly. buttons, and but a collar. right, right, wear, buttons. Yeah, we wear button down shirts and ties occasionally. They were untucked shirts, you know. Yeah, it was very casual, but it just yeah, we didn't look lame. No, sure, we, sure, we sure. Great. We looked good. Yeah, uh, yeah but you, sorry. And then we had so we like. Decided, hey, let's see who can wear a tie for as many days as possible, like until we someone just decides not to wear a tie. Gotcha. And we did it for a long time. And a, one, I feel like it was almost a month. It was it was quite a while. And uh, one day I woke up and I was like, hey, you know what? I don't feel like wearing a tie today. And I didn't. And as soon as I got in the car and as soon as I got to work, I was like, man, I should have just wore this stupid tie. Now I feel like such <laughs> a loser. Look, yeah, yeah. Or, I've been yeah. talking about for the last eight years. Yeah. And, right, then, right. and what made me even more mad about the fact, not the fact that I lost, the fact that we didn't agree to end the tie off in a tie. Yeah. So like, obviously, that's the only way that it should have ended. <laughs> so now. Well, I'm, I'm also thinking a tie off is like, ready, set, go. Who can who can do like a double Windsor fast? Oh, so I'm not great at tying them because I tie them one time and then they just stay tied just forever. Just loosen it, pop it over. <laughs> yeah, it's a yeah. loose and pop situation. See, and I don't yeah. wear a tie now. I haven't in years, but back then I used to be able to do multiple. Knots. You did, yeah. You do. I, I normally Mo do single multiple Windsor. I didn't, I didn't even know there were multiple oh, knots. Yeah. Single Windsor. I'll Half do a double. Windsor. I'll do a double. double well, it's a pen, apparently. I don't remember now. I used See, to. I used to. I remember there being. I could. You get that big fat fat like that's double, double Windsor. Double. Why would you, yeah, yeah. Why would you like, ever want that? Well, it's it's based on your collar. So I <laughs> yeah. learned oh, this. So you got in, like a London spread. I think is what it is. There's there's different collar types, yeah. and I, I learned this in photographing weddings. Right, depending upon what the guys were wearing. Right, there were appropriate knots to tie for the shirt that you're wearing. So mm -hmm. it was all based on the collar, mm -hmm. and there were like more European and the tie style. Itself. So well, like you were, you would always yes. only wear a skinny tie. Yeah, I always had skinny. That's, that, right? that's exactly when it when yeah. it came to mind. My that tie was the whole is thing. Thin, so I want. Why would I want to? <laughs> so when you want that fat tie, double Windsor, like you're making, you know, you're presenting, right? Like yeah. there's there's a presence that you have, and you got this big fat collar, or, or you have a clown suit on, or that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I do like the idea though of a 
of a tie off. Although there are some, I'm sure, like, you know, private school kids that can, you know, one handed probably like knot up a tie real fast. Maybe. Right. Well, I didn't learn how to do that until I was in my in 20s. hockey, we'd have to wear ties to games. Oh. You have to dress up to go to the game. We, what? when I was in. Yeah. You were a child, though. But you have to wear a shirt and tie and the team jacket, and you have to carry your jersey on hangers. You're not allowed to put it in your bag. When you walk into the arena. This is so bizarre to me because this is also the sport where it's acceptable to punch, punch the other guy in the face. face. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. But, but, but wear nice. a tie. But yeah, yeah. Don't be a schlub. Yeah. Yeah. You got to punch him in the face. That's okay. But oh. look nice while you're yeah. doing it. Yeah. When I was in, I, I was on uh, the diving team. Same thing. You had to wear a tie. But you either had to wear Just a tie. Speedos and a tie. You No. <laughs> the Speedo was under the, the <laughs> jeans, obviously. Sure. You either had to wear a tie or like a sweater with a collar. So I always wore the sweater because I yeah. didn't have any ties. But well, I skateboarded, so yeah, no ties. No, no, ties. no, no ties. Or, ties. But probably still Speedos. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yes, of course, of course. Uh, Aerodynamic. I don't remember if it was before the tie-off or after, but do you remember we were in St. Louis for Anheuser-Busch and the, we went to dinner, and the client yelled at me for wearing a tie. Yeah, I don't. He, I, I don't know. He was a little. He was a, a little bit intense. Much. Yeah, he yeah, was yeah. a bit much. He yelled at me because probably doesn't work there anymore. Out, he does not. Yeah, but he when he's can. hanging out with creatives, he wants it to be creative. And a tie isn't creative. Apparently, we really realized. So he yelled at me in a restaurant, in a Japanese, like in a sushi restaurant. Like, how dare me. you? Like, what are you doing? Yeah, you're yeah. embarrassing like, don't you, me. Don't you ever <laughs> show up. Like meeting with me wearing a tie ever again. So hold on. The question now is, did you take off the tie no, or did you stand your ground? No, of no, course James didn't. But also though, I think it was more a jealousy. Like you were looking good. looking good. You were looking good in that tie. That's what it was. It was like, how dare you show me up at this yeah, restaurant? I, as intense he was, I don't think I fully took him seriously. Right. He was a guy that you didn't know. Like it was no. really hard to tell yeah. if he was joking or not. Yeah. Hmm. And this was, this was the client. This was yeah. your, your direct contact. Yeah. He was uh. the top of what we were dealing with. He was okay. the VP. So maybe it was just a con yeah, control thing, oh, right? totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah he's yeah, like, yeah. I have to be the best looking guy at this table. Yeah, clearly. Right. But we were there. You can't alpha me. <laughs> right, right. How dare you? Mm -hmm. That's interesting. You're yeah. looking too good. Yeah. You get yelled at. That's what happens. But back to your point, I am completely okay mm -hmm. When, when I'll dress up, because I, I used to dress up way more formally when I would photograph weddings, and then it just got more and more and more and more casual, because you're working a long day, I want to be comfortable, comfortable shoes, all these things. I would still look decent, nice, but I was stoked at the end of the day to untuck that shirt and get loose. I mean, I was also usually pretty sweaty, yeah. but like the next day, like, cool, I'm glad I don't have to do that again. I, I never, never enjoyed that, but there is that moment. When you stand in the mirror, and of course, you know, you take the selfie, you take the photo, right? You're like, yo, I look good. Yeah, you're like, oh, save this. I save this nice. Sense to the wife. You're like, look at this. What's up? How uh -huh. you doing? Change yeah, that, look at Change me. that profile pic real quick. Uh-huh. <laughs> and then there's a there's a meme that I saw, uh, a, like a photographer's meme that like, when you do that, right, when you take that picture and then you post like some like real philosophical quote, like real insightful quote, because it's like, you know, I look so good, like, you know, I live my life for me and no one else. Like, <laughs> you. Yeah. <laughs> what the hell? Yeah. Uh -huh. Oh, because you dress up. The view is nice now. up here, you know. Something. Right, right. Yeah. Like, you're still an idiot. You just have a nice <laughs> shirt on. <laughs> cool tie. Anyone knows how to put a shirt on. Yeah. Um, do you guys know how to tie a bow tie? Yeah, I used to wear bow ties quite a bit. Mm, bow ties the move. Swang. Swang's all about a bow tie. Uh, Steve Wang, guy we've done a lot of work with, and Robert Norman, they would photograph wedding, weddings together. And they're bow tie boys. They would pop up with bow ties. Like real fun, creative, clever. Like, you know, that's a little splash of color, right? Yeah. I, I started wearing a bow tie because one of my favorite battle rappers wore a bow tie. And I thought it was so cool because it contrasted that the whole like environment so well. Like, it stood out Bennett so much. 
watch. Wore a tie, and bow tie. Do you think, do you oh, think right. so? Yeah, yeah, that's why you got into it. Yeah. So I was like, man, like that. Looks, I did not pull it off nearly as well as he did, but mm. you know, I tried at least. But tie, yeah, tying the bow tie. I never learned that because that would be one that groomsmen would ask me, like, dude, you know how to tie a tie? I'm like, no, I'm going to photograph you struggling watching that YouTube video of trying to figure out how to tie a bow tie because someone thought this was a good idea instead of getting clip-ons. So but you know what looks better than the bow tie, honestly? Undone the bow undone tie bow tie is like the best look. Yeah. But you also kind of like look like you're trying hard when you have yeah. it. Like it's a hard thing yeah, to yeah. like, I no, did, I, it, I did that once because I couldn't figure out how to tie it and the YouTube video wasn't helping. You just so left I it just loose? let it hang and someone complimented that it looked cool. It it's does, it does like look cool. It's party look. Right, right? it's like, but this it guy's ready to party. During the wedding. During the wedding. But it was super nice. You're not sweaty at all. So it was a daytime wedding and it was not black tie but i had a it, it, it it's a um like a shawl uh tux mm. and so it looks a little bit more casual than the traditional and so i did that and uh someone was like oh that's like soften it now it looks like you're more relaxed mm. like, yeah, that's what i'm going yeah because sometimes when it, that i just don't know right. how to tie yeah, a that's, tie. The, that's the look that's yeah, the look and i couldn't figure out the youtube video right right yeah you know that's, yeah that's me yeah. that's me yeah. casual because sometimes when it's too dressy like tux formal mm -hmm. when it's too dressy i think people don't look comfortable enough anymore either so you lose that little bit of confidence swagger that you get sometimes from just throwing on a tie or a blazer yeah like you don't know how to like sit or walk or do yeah. anything those shiny dude like they don't have to be that shiny like, they don't have to be that they shiny. don't have to be that they don't shiny. have to be that stiff like everything about it is so ah it's so dumb like the formalities of things yeah just for the formality of things like you're talking about you got to show up to a hockey game with it's why why am i doing that I literally have to put on a jersey. It so it was regulated the patches we could have on our jersey. So one game you would have a have to wear a certain patch. The next game, and this was dictated by the like team managers, which are a bunch of moms. Then you couldn't have that patch, which meant your mom had to remove the patch for the next day. Oh, that's too game. much. That's too so, much. So and then you had to wear a certain helmet with certain stickers. My mom was not cool with that stuff, so she was like, oh, no, <laughs> "Don't give a them. shit, yeah, right? Those moms. Right. Do what you that. want." Yeah, and so then I then I'm on the forefront of these moms being upset. Right. It's just like, that's how you raise some rule breakers, right? It's like, here's all these unnecessary rules. <laughs> By having a mom just going, yeah, 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 yeah. I don't care. No, that. no but yeah. really, Learn like, from this. It's the, stupid. the more yeah. rules you get put upon you, the more likely you're going to eventually break a rule or become a rule breaker, right? Yeah. You don't want to keep following that over and over and over again. Well, especially rules that are just kind of dumb. Like right. when you figure out, it's like, this is stupid. This yeah. doesn't make, I shared this with you guys the other day. Uh, um, have you ever heard the I before E except after C? Of course, except right? for a million words. Fucking every, like, <laughs> science was the first one where I was like, I remember being a little kid and being like, no, the, what you what you just told me is dumb because look at this word. Right. It so, happens to rhyme, but it doesn't, it doesn't Right, work. so now what? Now, and then that, that I remember that being no. a moment in my life being like, I don't believe anything you say now. This is all, because you just told me a thing that I'm supposed to do, because that's what you're supposed to do. And I'm like, I just saw that it's wrong. Okay. I question everything. Yeah. And that's <laughs> science. Mean, also, right, it does take a little bit of smartness to break a rule, too, because it, you're questioning, like, why is this rule even in existence? Like, what, who is it benefiting, and why, why is this even something that we have to follow? Right. Stop saying that. Stop saying I before you except after C. Like, I will never say that to my children, ever, because it's dumb. It's real dumb. But, yeah, you encounter so many of those little things, like, you got to wear this patch. You got to wear these stiff <laughs> shoes. And it's like, <laughs> get do, out of here with those shoes. <laughs> do I have to wear these stiff shoes like there's just especially in within the wedding world and actually it shifted a lot 
um, in the past couple of years where people started to realize that like all of this formality was just that, like it's just yeah. show for no one. It's like, look, you're getting married because you want to get married. It's about the two people there. Right. And the, the years where you basically, you couldn't have anyone else in, at your wedding. Mm -hmm. So it was like, oh yeah, actually it is just about us. So like, let's just do whatever the fuck we want. My wife and I actually kind of did that on our own. We, we wanted to make it more about us. We just also didn't want to spend $50,000 on a party. Yeah. Um, so we kept it all low key, but um, just the idea of as, as many as I've been to, and it's just like, people are getting stressed out, like angry and upset over like, this isn't perfect. So what? Right. Like you're following some unnecessary rule just because someone said it was so, Yeah. so silly. I think we have two records we've now created with this episode is the mm. longest we've ever gone with without introducing the guests and two, the most times we've said, we have said a lot of, is it the beers? I'll be honest. I think I just set the precedent. They didn't realize it started. <laughs> oh, you're right. You didn't really. realize we were recording? No, I thought we were just, just, just banned. Yeah, because, right, there was no intro. Oh, no, I just thought we were talking. If, here's Perfect. how I know. Because if you knew we were recording, you would have dropped that sweet joke you said. Well, right, I would have done a lot of jokes yeah. by now, first of all. <laughs> and also, I would have... Uh, now it's already recorded, so it's already seen me. I would have. I was going to suggest that I switch to that seat because this right now is capturing the weak side of my beard. I, this is oh. where I have my bald spot, and I wanted everyone to see the strong side of my beard. Yeah, but, this is all fun. Yeah, that, man, we're here. So hey, my everyone. other side of my beard is much better. I mean, do you want to switch? <laughs> you got to well. It's now too late it's now. Too late, yeah. You got to play the. Well, beard I mean, that we'll, I mean we'll, wait. We'll touch it says who? We'll There's no rules. Up. We'll touch Says on who? the host. Right. You, you, you play the beard that sure, you dealt. Yeah, that's Everyone we'll knows that. You got that, Meg? <laughs> yeah. You got that, Meg? Meg's going to touch it up yeah. and post. Touch it up and Meg's post. Meg's got it? Yeah. You keep telling me about all these new great features in Thanks, Final Meg. Cut Pro. Content aware. better than Premiere. Yeah. Content, actually, it's content aware in Premiere, so I'll give or it to so, Premiere. Someone right. could just deep fake me with a, like a really... <gasps> I like want to do deep fakes. Yeah. 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 Make me yeah. Will Smith. Keep my wife's name. Pre that. Well, pre that. Really? That really made me... Will Smith guy your whole life oh actually okay so i want so i i'll get into that a little bit i really it honestly embarrassingly affected me a lot that that moment like i was really really upset and mostly because you know how much i loved those smith and had a true affinity i, towards I know him. way too much about the scene in irobot where he's leaning against the wall <laughs> in the shower naked because he talks about it so much well okay i have a, a deeper, i feel like i was there i have a scene. deeper yeah. connection to him than the typical uh, because growing up, I didn't necessarily have a father figure. So Will Smith in Fresh Prince of Bel-Air was like who I strive to be. I was like, that's the person I want to be. Like mm. that, that character is everything that I want to be. So like, and then just, I followed his career. He was like such a stand-up guy. Great. Yeah. Like this is like such a good role model. Then yeah. to do something like that was like, even in like a hip hop community where it's so uncool not to curse, to have albums, like I'm not going to say any bad words because I want kids to be able to. Right. And then now scream, keep my wife's name out of your mouth on live right. TV. And then Come you on. go up and you smack Chris Rock. Like right. not even, no, he no. handled it so well though, right? So Chris Rock even, really handled that so well. Not even Chris Rock. Yeah. The, the one thing that I'll share about that, that, the thing that I never really heard anyone talk about was that. It, it immediately turned into Chris Chris Rock made a joke about alopecia. He didn't. No. He, he made a joke about a shaved head. That's what the joke was about. Never once implied. It just ha it just so happened to be that she was apparently suffering. And, or, and or not, I shouldn't say suffering, but right. like it is um, or has alopecia, right? He never said that. He just talked about G.I. Jane. That's a shaved head joke. And then the fact that you, as someone who 
Will Smith is a comedian of right. sorts, right? Get like you understand comedy <laughs> and you go up and you smack a comedian for making a f joke, literally doing the we job really that he was supposed to do. Those on this one. Oh yeah. I think it's the, the beverage. You had like two sips. Yeah. That's yeah, all but it's, means. it's, it's the environment. Yeah. Right. Right. I got, I'm hanging out with it. two guys drinking beers. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's like a thing with, with beards. The F-bombs are with dropping beards. though. We, yeah, we do all have a lot of Beer, beers and beards. And mine's you know? the whitest. Mine is the patchiest for sure. Meg, uh, Add every time we say fuck, add like a funny no sound effect. Oh, that's like, pretty good. I like yeah. that. But yeah. I want it to be a different one every time. Every time. So, yeah, that'll be cool. A yeah. different to cover it up. Like, like okay. a saw sound. Like, Instagram, when saw. you use closed captions, it actually bleeps it out automatically. Oh, good. So in my recent Tuesday tips, I said a couple of times and it just, instead, it doesn't actually translate it. It puts like little like hash symbol at whatever and it just beep, it just bleeps it right out. Interesting. So yeah, they're, they're on top of that. It's like, let me swear. You're telling me I can't swear? Like, I'm an adult. Let adults follow me. Anyway, so yes, that, yeah. that's things that you you yeah. had to have like to a, go, a change of perspective. Go, to go back to that that joke, you're right. It, it was just about like a ball head. And if, to me, I would have assumed that she was okay with her ball head. She's rocking it. She's killing it. Because 98% of the women in that audience had wigs and fake hair on anyway. If you weren't cool with your bald head, throw on a wig like everyone throw else in this in right. this venue. Right, she's owning it. She's rocking it, which right. I think is awesome. And she's killing it. Yes, absolutely. But, um, yeah, so I had a completely... Right. So I'm going to get... I'm, well, I think I'll, I'll get over it eventually, yeah. but I just... Been too I'm taking a little... Totally abandoned him. Yeah, you're right. I can't just... You know, people make mistakes. Yeah. But that was I mean, that was like, a big one. Even pursuit of happiness. Uh, everything. Everything he's ever been in. Yeah. Any, anything he's ever done. Only person I was like the first person to read his... Happiness was good. Did yeah, you see? watch... Thank, um, you. thank you. Um, did you watch... Uh, what's it, the one that he just won the award for? For the... Oh, yeah. King Richard? Oh, yeah. That was Phenomenal. Fantastic. Phenomenal. I watched that after the incident, and I was still saying, he's good. This so, is good. So one like, of the, this is good. One, yeah. of the, one of the reasons I maybe like gave him to, because sometimes he does a little bit of method acting, and King Richard was like the defender of his family like he was a really intense guy and like would not let anyone do anything to his Will family Smith is a method so, so maybe he could he he did in his uh uh one his first movie i robot <laughs> that was not his first movie <laughs> ah, i well, i'm blanking on the name he uh he plays Man like black? a he plays like a, Man a black no yeah it was <laughs> men in black two yeah it was men, men in black, black two. three he plays uh he plays a uh a character like a prep school character and he's pretending to to be someone else in his life and it's like a really intense uh character like really dark character and he was doing at the same time he was doing fresh prince hmm. and when he came back to fresh prince he couldn't be that character anymore like that season like they kept me like you're not being funny or goofy anymore and he like he didn't know how to transition yeah, back so he's just a bad actor Right, he he just doesn't know how to act. Yeah, he's gonna so. slap me. Yeah, yeah, he's gonna slap you, dude. I like we're on um, topical. Content. So so let's uh, so ago. let's start the podcast. Yeah, let's yeah. Start, let's welcome start back off. to the creative working title. Um, that was a long intro. That was a little bit of banter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was. Uh, I have a question. Last time, uh, I, l I listened to, I watched the video of the last episode, and we were starting at just going lobster arm, lobster arm, lobster, lobster arm, arm yep. lobster arm. Why? Because. Uh, Monique was confusing two individuals, and she referenced she was confusing uh, somebody with Justin, and then she referenced oh, Justin's tattoo. He has a lobster on his arm, so yes. then it turned into lobster arm. I thought that that was like a, uh, a single word: lobster on your arm, lobster arm, lobster arm, lobster. So it's kind of like lob, lobster. Yeah, you, you, you listen to it. You listen yeah. to that episode yep. at the beginning. We were just going lobster, 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 which is a. Uh, 
It's a cool word. And I couldn't remember why. It's a great band. Couldn't remember why. Lobstar. Lobstar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's three piece. Lobstarm. All guitars. I'm sorry, I'm sorry I uh, interrupted your introduction. That's okay. No, welcome back. Uh, today we have with us JP. JP, introduce yourself. Tell the folks who you are, what you do, why you're here, etc., etc. I am JP Mulligan Flag. It's not my real middle name, but. Mulligan's a golf term, yes? I, I believe so. Yep. I'm not a golfer, a redo, but I really like right? that. I really do. JP Redo? Yeah. Redo. Really JP do. Redo. JP well, redo. which doesn't make sense because that isn't my uh, birth uh, last name. I did a redo on my last name. Mm-hmm. Last name Flag. Now, so it comes full circle. Yeah. Um, I am a creative director at an agency right now that shall be unnamed. Do we say Do We say? We don't want to give them right. any uh, attention. They're not, they don't sponsor We're not, this not they don't, Yeah, yeah, yeah. They don't, they don't sponsor this. I <laughs> uh, used to work with James for uh, quite a while. We shared many... Uh, uh, great convos over lattes and some over beer, some over and, whiskey. Uh, and working at Super Mega Desk. Oh, Super Mega Desk was great. Nice. Uh, I'm here to to get creative with you guys. Just chat, nice. chat yeah. some creativity. As, Shoot the shit. As mentioned in the last episode. Mm, that's right. So we mentioned in the last episode we were talking about. So James and I rewind a little bit more. James came up with an idea to revisit old ideas that never really saw the light of day. Mm. So there was this one concept uh, and. It was basically, we pitched this big idea to a client. Client's like, yes, this is great, but then for whatever reason, they don't sign on or it doesn't get fulfilled because of X, Y, and Z, logistical, financial, whatever reason it is, but it was a great idea. So wouldn't it be cool if we could revisit those ideas in some form? And in this case, describing what that idea was. So James wrote a script, was actually on camera. Question, when you guys were working together, was he very apprehensive about being on camera? Has he never... Wants to be on camera? We, did, we didn't do much camera. We didn't do much. Work. Okay. Yeah. All right. So it just Our didn't happen. didn't make content. Yeah. So it was, it was when you met me when like I we wanted to start putting you on camera. Like production. Like, yeah, gotcha. Own. So you would have, yeah. Agents, or yeah. Production company. You would have only been behind the scenes I'd, ever. Yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. Anyway, so it was kind of a big deal that James wanted to be on camera for this. And I was like, hell yeah, let's go. Mm-hmm. And that then was the. Terrible. And so then, much so that we cut me out of like 90% it, of it. It wasn't. You wanted to. No, it wasn't terrible. It really wasn't. You've never, like, you you haven't done that. And, like, I didn't coach you. You just did it. And it was actually pretty good. I say actually pretty good because I wasn't, I didn't know what to expect because right. James doesn't go on camera. Usually when actually is in front of the compliment, it's, yeah. you know, yeah. but all right, yeah. it was actually well, pretty good. So I. It's like kind of. Yeah. Like kind of pretty good. I don't like being on camera. And so this is like the second, third time I've been on camera. But this in the is last real past. Yeah, yeah, that is. Yeah, that yeah. is. I, I keep forgetting yeah. it. I, yeah. I want to like hide the bald spot, but I keep forgetting about it. Uh, but I don't this. like it. So I, I was like, all right, let's do. This. Let's just do this, right? So I wrote the script too fast to the point where I, I wasn't really happy with it afterwards. It mm. didn't have, the structure wasn't right. Wait, question: Did you read it out loud before we no. did it? No, I just uh-huh. wrote it and sent it to okay. you. That was a rule. That was something you told me. Yeah, yeah you're supposed to read it out loud. No, I just. Yeah. Typed it and sent it right to Boom, you. Boom, go. Yep. Um, but I, I rushed through it because I didn't want to be there. I didn't want to be doing it. So I, I went through it too quickly. Then I didn't want to keep doing it. So I was just like, did it? All right, good. I'm out. <laughs> See ya. Yeah. And also, this was filmed just a couple weeks ago. It was warm in the office, and part of the role was wearing a parka with gloves and like, uh, and like. And so I'm sweating. Yeah, right nasty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was hot. Uh, and so, yeah, and then. I rewatched or I thought about it after I was like, oh, it wasn't good. It wasn't good. Uh, no, and no he it was. Me, he's like, stop overthinking it. No, it was like five minutes after he's like, just tell me it was terrible. And like, it's fine. We'll redo <laughs> it. I was so like, dude, no, no. And then, but then I came back a week later. I was like, all right, you're going in. You're yeah. going to be wearing a penguin outfit. <laughs> so I got signed up. I was nominated to now be this sort of supplemental cast member. Oh, right? but it works better this way because now we can cut between us. And so when I'm too fast, he can balance it by slowing it down. So what did what don't you like about your performance? You, th- you thought you rushed I, through. I was, too, the, I was too rushed. It was t- too clunky. I should have spent more time on the script. It was a little bit too much. Uh, it took. We we didn't even get to the hook till a minute in. 
Hmm. So there's no reason yeah. someone's going to sit there for a minute. So and and that's, I mean, out. that's fair feedback, but I do think, I thought your performance went well. You no, see, I couldn't read and act. So it, we're in oh, our, yeah. we're on green screen. We're in yeah. Antarctica. That's why I'm dressed in a parka and he is uh, dressed as a penguin. And, uh, I couldn't read it and think about performing He's there like and like shivering. And I, did, I did try to give him direction. I'm like, yeah, get like a shiver. He's like, I can't do that. I'm not going to do that. I, so I went like this. I was like, how's this? He's like, yeah, you look cool. That's yeah. cold enough. So I, I think where you first messed up was trying to read and act. You got to just, you should have went around. Like, and you I know. think I probably would have been, I'm better off. Yeah, right. Exactly. Talking. For sure. Like, I'm fine. I've seen you present many times. Right. Yeah, but when you try and stay to a script, it's way harder because you're in your head trying to remember the words. Yeah. If you just have like some touch points that you needed to hit. And I was trying to. It is tricky. So the prompter was, I was trying to match the prompter instead of you having the prompter match me. Right. Next well, time. Well, we could have time. adjusted the speed. There's a right, little turtle just and like, a little, little rabbit on so there. I, I know. I know. Yeah. I would, I, I would don't mind being, uh, on camera, but I would definitely not want to be on camera with a script. I would have to do it unscripted for sure. Yeah. I, I tend to prefer doing unscripted. So I, I'm on camera often, I guess I would say like at least once a week I film myself or even more than that. And I do think I almost like just like a rough idea. Yeah. And maybe it's two or three rough ideas and eventually I'll kind of like get to where I need to go. Sometimes I'll forget stuff, but then I'm like, you know what? I said what I said and it's okay. Yeah. But there are times when I know I want to make a point, especially like Instagram content that if I do it and I'm like, oh, nope, I missed the thing. I'll do it again. I'll do it again. I'll do it. I'll do it 10 times. And then boom, that's what I wanted to say. I got it in 58 seconds, exactly where I need to be. Perfect. So I'm used to that like yeah. refinement process. And you were yeah. doing that when you, when you, we were doing your section. Yeah. I was like, let's try this. And you just did it, did it. Did it right? I would I would it, deliver the line. And he just pause. Kept going. You just wanted to nail it on one take and get out. Uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, no, hold on, uh, and then we'll do it again. Yeah, and yeah. it's there's a process to that. Yeah. So there is something about reading a script, and um, I I don't like reading the script. I don't like reading in general. I'm dyslexic, so it's like a thing where like yeah. I, I end up in my head way more. Where like I'm trying to read the word ahead before I'm reading the word that I'm reading, so that I'm prepared for the next word. Yeah, it's like this thing that I've had. So reading, reading off the teleprompter for me is like, I don't yeah. like this at all. So there were a couple times where like you saw like I missed my place and I was just like, uh, and then I just made it up. Yeah. It's like, I know this is roughly the idea. So there is a, it's not as easy, I think, as people realize to be able to look natural, look at a lens, perform yeah. and read all at the same time. That's a talent. I think, That's a I skill. I think the, the, re the reading of the script is the hardest part, I think, because right, sounding natural while reading is so hard. It gets robotic. You're like, yeah. these are the words that I need to say. It's and like, then, so but then you think of your butt, because then I was like, my hands. Like, <laughs> what, what do I do, I do with my hands? <laughs> but then it's like, you have to think of the frame. And so I need to know, like, do my hands in and out framed? Are they coming in? Like, yeah. how is this? How is it? Like, what, what do you, what's your lens doing? Am I... Like, right. Yeah. Where am I? Yeah. You got to give news anchors a little bit more credit. Yeah. That, that's something that I'm going through. No? <laughs> yeah. That's something I'm going through right now. Now that I'm work from home predominantly because presentations now I'm in front of my computer. I can technically just read a script if I wanted to, you know, like I could just write out my entire thing. And I, I've tried it that way because like I'll hit every single point. Of course I will. It's right there. But yep. I don't ever feel natural doing it that yeah, way. No. Like I, I feel so like, and it doesn't even leave room for like, 
throwing in a random joke or like just reading the room and seeing how, how it's going to like, that's the biggest thing is read, reading the room, reading the energy, right? If, if there, if there is comments, I personally, anytime I'm doing a presentation, I want questions in the moment. Mm -hmm. I don't want to do a whole delivery and then questions at the end. I always prefer interrupt me. You have something to say, cool. Let's go off on a tangent. Let's talk about this. For the most part, I'm usually pretty good at like getting back to, as we were talking about like the ties, like getting back to like, I'm usually pretty good at getting back to that main point. So I want that. I want that improv. I want yeah. that organic conversation. It feels much better for sure. Yeah. A lot of times when you're presenting through Zoom, that's one of our sponsors, um, you'll get like everyone's on mute because you don't want to hear that thing. And obviously, I'm going to try and crack some jokes, make it lighthearted, and mm -hmm. then there's just like silence because everyone's. Yeah. On, I'm like, I'm assuming everyone's laughing at home. Yeah. For right, sure. right. You said that. Just right. Assuming, right. and it's it, that one's. Uh, yeah, presenting on that's a whole new thing because if I know I have a room, I can see that you're distracted. I can yeah. see you're not engaged. Yeah. So now I know to tune into you a little bit more. Versus now you can't because you're sharing your screen, so I can't even see you, even if you were on camera. But let's say I open up a separate window and now I can see who's on camera. Most people aren't on camera, right? Yeah. Because they're doing other shit probably, right? So now- Or they're I'm, like me, uh, when I'm on conference calls, I'll put my laptop on the end table and I'll lay on the couch. You just hang out. Interesting. And so people will be like, well, why aren't you ever on camera? I'm like, because I'm fucking laying I'm down. laying down. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm full cam this is all day, every day. See, I Same. Never, I'm, sometimes I'll yep. pace in my house. Even if I'm the only one on, and I actually prefer that because then Same. I'm like full screen and on there. I'm like, yeah, there Same. it is. Yep. <laughs> yeah, it's me. You'll always see my face <laughs> yeah. like, hey, what's up, guys? Yeah. Every time. And it's, it's super difficult because then it just feels like you're talking to yourself. Yeah. So then eventually after like five, ten minutes, you're like, no one's here. This is yeah. just me. And I'm just going to keep doing my thing and then realize, oh, there's there's five people here with me. Oh, all right, guys. Hey, so, still there. So my team has adapted a little bit better with that because our clients, of course, will stay on mute and mm. will have the silence. But my team will be off mute and laugh for me. <laughs> Even if it's a pity laugh, they'll, they'll fill that silence for sure. Yeah, See, yeah. We, we, here, I mean, I feel like everywhere, we've always had this in presentations because they aren't always in person. Well, over you know, they used to be over the phone, and that was right. way we worse. Because we'd have clients in yeah. LA and Chicago and mm. and that's, Michigan. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah, that's and fair. And so in Nashville, we were but always the, the big with. presentations. You usually were in person for, and, and you'd fly you miss out. Those, you have right. boards. You do yeah. the whole thing, and right? you like even just like sitting there presenting there. I, I lose a little bit of something. You know, like walking around, pacing the room. I think you you lose a little bit of that yeah. from because mm. I would look like a lunatic pacing my my living room presenting. You know, right? Do you miss the uh, the uh, travel to go to the clients for those? I So I miss so much about Office Life. Honestly, I, I miss the commute because it was a good time to listen to pod, wonderful podcasts like podcasts this. like the creative work I, I really do miss like just the the energy and environment of our, your, you know, your colleagues and all that. There's a lot, but there's so much benefits to it. I have two young kids that I get to see so much more now. You know, when I was in the office, when I would get home, It'd be bedtime, you know, yeah. like read a bedtime story. Good night. Now I get to play when I, whenever I want, you know, the work schedule has shifted. If I, if I'm playing from three to five and then now I'm just going to work from seven to nine, you know, right. like, when you, they're you sleeping, to, when right. you can, yeah, yeah. You, you could shift that. But there is something like if this was going on right now, when I was 25, I wouldn't be able to handle it. Like not being in that environment and that the office of like that energy and, and feeding off people, I would. It would, yeah. it would be tough. It's interesting you say that, right? Because there is a very clear shift in mentality, right? Of people that are 25 
that want that. Yeah. They want to say, I don't want to go to an office. Why am I going to drive? I'm going to drive 40 minutes to go to an office just to sit there when pay I- for gas, pay for tolls. Right. When I quote unquote don't have to, because arguably it's been shown that you don't have to. You don't like have with to. so many jobs, <laughs> you, don't you don't have to be here. And the idea and, and the ideology of uh, when you build trust and it's like, look, as long as you do your work, what are you doing? Now, granted, there are people taking advantage that are bright. Of course. Uh, I've heard of people, people doing sitting like, on the couches with their cameras facing uh, Yeah. Or, or like having two jobs, right? Yeah. Where like right. they literally do nothing and they're able to have two jobs. You hear stories of someone like sending an email to the wrong person and being like, uh, who's, who's Gary? <laughs> like I, there's no one Gary at the company. Like, oh, shit. Oh, wrong person. That was yeah, sorry. <laughs> but the idea that there's this, a, a, a new wave of people coming into the workforce that are saying, I don't need that. I want to go work wherever because I know I can. And if you won't give it to me, I'm going to go somewhere else. There was a conversation. Um, this is going to be the, well, if you search for Pete Senna, or I don't know if it was a Forward Obsessed podcast, but let's plug Forward Obsessed. Another sponsor of ours. Yeah, another sponsor. <laughs> where, yeah, uh, yeah, it's a big sponsor. Studio, yeah, big sponsor. <laughs> <laughs> Legit big sponsor. Yeah. So Pete and Jamie were having this really interesting conversation. Jamie's our recruiter, and she was talking about that. And someone who is from our generation empathizing with this newer generation to think, I, I think the same thing. If I was 25, wouldn't I love to just be wherever and just do like, cause that's when I was a designer. So I could have fully done remote. That would have been kind of awesome. So there, there's like a little bit of envy there, but then I also recognize who I am now and I thrive off of person to person interactions, just energy in general. I guess it depends on the place as well and your relationship with people. Like For sure. You know, all of its circumstances. We worked yeah. at you know us and Jay Grant and and you know that whole squad. We relied on each other. We were a, a you know a team, and we needed that energy. We needed to have fun and support each other and build our ideas. And you know, I, I think at the same time there have been places in my career I worked where I'm like, I don't need to be with these people. <laughs> well, <laughs> that's an interesting point, right? Is that the dynamic that's created that you create? Right is if you have right is the word that I always fall back to. Uh, I'm gonna raise my hand and then I'm gonna take a little <laughs> sip. The creativity, that energy that you you work off of, literally mm -hmm. the the dumb ideas. Hey, I got a dumb idea. It comes in all the time and it'll tell me. I'm sure you guys have done the same. Like, here's this dumb idea. Too here's many. this dumb idea. I mean, that's part of why we were supposed the to do this. That was corporation. The corporation, great. Just dumb idea after dumb idea. But then, well, let me build off of that dumb idea. And then let me refine that dumb idea. Oh, now we have a good idea. Yeah, we yeah. wouldn't have been able to do that with some video call where I was actually drafting an email and we were just kind of a little right. bit and yeah. I was laying on my couch. I was maybe watching Netflix. Like I wasn't, I was half paying attention. That's not going to happen. Yeah. Just the other night, uh, my, my parents are getting a dog and they're trying to come up with names. And it was funny to, to be in this, this moment of like, oh, we're brainstorming. Like let's brainstorm. <laughs> right. And you see people like, you know, you're searching names and, and I'm just throwing out names. I'm literally, I was doing a brain dump and I was like, oh, James has taught me. I'm just doing a brain dump. So I'm telling my mom, I'm like, boom, boom. She's like, no, stop it. I was like, no, ma, this is my job. I'm doing a brain dump. Let me explain what we're doing. I'm going to say a lot of dumb shit and then eventually we'll find something like, oh, that, what you just said, that's great. Or that yeah. made me think of this. Yeah. That made me, exactly. So yeah. you need that. Yeah. And I think for the most part, that happens when you're in that room. Yeah, and sure. maybe that's also why I'm dropping a more F-bombs because there's this energy, right? Yeah, and I, I've definitely noticed that we're missing that a little bit in my, my team right now because yeah. a lot of times when we have these brainstorms virtually, you come already with ideas. You know, you're mm. coming there with ideas, you're sharing them, 
And it's hard to come with a crafted idea that is dumb. Like you're not going to spend your time on that. But when you're just in a meeting that's live, yeah, you'll say the dumb idea because it just popped in your head and you're going to say it. You're walking but if around, you get, you're bouncing a ball off the wall, yeah, whatever it is. And you're like, oh, here it is. But when you spend more than five minutes thinking about that dumb idea, you're like, okay, scratch that idea. <laughs> uh, some dumb ideas, they were not associated with brands or clients, but just spending way too much time together at the office. So we started a thing called the corporation. Yes, please. And the corporation was poised to be the biggest company in the entire history. Yeah, see you later, Google. Yeah. Uh, the because, corporation. Because of all these things we were going to we were capable of creating. Um, one of my favorites was uh, we we, we started going into the the like adult, adult yeah <laughs> some of the ideas start because there's a lot of money. I think there. there's a lot of money. There's money there. T- yeah. That's that actually arguably drives all modern day technology. Okay, yeah. so with deepfake going on, so this was pre deepfake, like so many years ago. Many years ago, this was nine years ago or something like that. Yeah, but it was called doppelbangers, and doppelbangers used <laughs> the same con- concept and. Tra- trademark, <laughs> trademark, <laughs> much like deep fake, deep fake, and deep. that was the whole concept. Tell me, it. one of you owns doppelbangers.com. No, I was, uh, we weren't smart enough no, back then uh, to do it. We but, were just. But tell, how amazing would it be? Well, I always did it from a vanity standpoint, being able to put my face on the guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but you know, like I think there's there's some benefit there's, to there's, that. There's, there's so many benefits. The though. podcast is taking a turn. It's taking right. a turn. Um, that's but, hilarious, though. But that's, that's the kind hilarious. Of thing. I don't remember all that. That's a dumb ideas. idea. But we had a lot of dumb ideas like that. Yeah. The one we and had, we like, have... a video game controller slash flashlight. <laughs> <laughs> that's probably a thing now. Um, yeah, so our, like, we saw that. Well, with adult, VR, yes. Come on. It started getting the there. was going to be a big moneymaker that was yeah. going to fuel a lot of the others. Right. Yeah, that wasn't our premier flashy side, but it did start. Sure, it was, going to be a it was our flashy side. You got to get capital, right? Like yeah. you, you have to. Uh, yeah. You got to build up, right? The, yeah. See, the, but the corporation it, doesn't happen from nothing. But us doing this and joking around and having these ideas just created a creative environment. Yeah, where ideas flowed. Where if I could walk in and say a horrible idea like that, and this was, you know, now we would avoid. Yeah, adult we, doppelbangers wouldn't be, wouldn't have been made now. Uh, you know, yeah, you, you, you'd get canceled. Yeah, absolutely, you'd get canceled. Uh, it would easily make someone uncomfortable. We don't. We would never go there. Uh, it was a different time, and we were idiots. Uh, but still a good idea. But <laughs> as, if, if we're saying that, everyone's like, "Well, we can say whatever we want because they're clearly morons." <laughs> yeah. So it it almost it brings up. It's 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 interesting. People will say there are no there are no dumb ideas. No. Dumb ideas. There's a ton of dumb ideas. Dumb ideas are fantastic. It's it, you almost need be. to just flip that, right? There are no dumb ideas. No, dumb ideas are needed. Oh yeah, Th- that's Big essential time. to get to a good idea. I mean, that's stemmed from the great book, Write Dumb, another big sponsor of ours. Shout out to, uh, shout out to Write Dumb. Does he, he did the cover design. Oh, that's right. You did the cover design. Yeah. Yeah. Nice work. Yeah. Look at this teaming up. Yeah, Write Dumb, written by James Dowd. Find it on Amazon. What is it like? Walmart. 11, Walmart.com. 12 to Walmart.com. Yeah. Shout I, out. I feel like Walmart saw dumb and they're like, we should carry this. <laughs> this is, we know the audience. Yeah. This is perfect. Yeah. Our audience. Yeah. yeah. They need this. Mm-hmm. Nice. It is a, it's an interesting thing because it, it comes down to creating that music buzzword, the culture, right? Um, creating that safe, creative space where you can come in. Right. And now safe is even like arguably, as you're talking about cancel culture, right? What is safe, right? What we might define as safe of, you know, maybe not so safe for for everyone, right? Maybe it's not as inclusive, but the idea of creating a safe space where 
You can say anything. You can have a stupid idea. Please have a stupid idea because so many times, even just in, in presentations, the presenter will say, anyone have any questions? Nobody wants to say, yeah, I have a question because I don't understand. That's basically what they're saying is, I don't understand. Here's my question. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's difficult to, or, or even the reverse, if a presenter says, does that make sense? Absolutely. No one's going to say no, because <laughs> nope, everyone's going to admit, oh, of course it makes perfect sense. Right. So I think phrasing it as, do you have any questions is a little bit better, but even then it More doesn't happen. Yeah. Right. But planting a seed is the best thing you can do because as soon as one question comes up, everyone's like, oh, that person's vulnerable enough to be like, I don't understand. Here's my question. I have a question too. I have and then 10 questions come up. Yep. But it's that one. You need that, that space of safety to say it's okay to not know. Right. Yeah. Well, there's a lot of content around the concept of psychological safety and creative teams or creative environments where yeah. you need to feel like you can be vulnerable, that you can make mistakes, that you can ask the questions. Yeah. And that will fuel creativity because you know the concept of editing versus creating are they're opposites. They, they're counter. I think that, that was a chapter in Right Dumb, if I do it, recall. It, it, was. it was. And there's some great, great science in there. Go read it. I don't remember it. Yep. Yep. That's, I mean, honestly, I think that's, that's one thing that I learned from work with you that I think I really strive in now, which is funny to say that I really strive in the dumb idea. And I think it is important for the leader of the brainstorm to be the one that starts with those dumb ideas, because then it really showcases, oh, okay, those are the type of ideas that that's allowed in this room. I'll, I'll share all of it. It makes it's people like feel a little bit more confident about sharing Self-deprecating humor is the best humor, because if I can make a joke about myself, I do this with headshots. I was, I was talking about this with Meg. So we recently did some internal uh, team headshots. I have like a routine, right? So for anyone who's on the team and is listening to this, I'm going to tell you my secrets. I have a routine. I have a shtick. And it was funny because Chambers actually came up to me after and was like, hey, I heard what you're doing. Like, I appreciate that. Like, I, I see and I hear what you're doing. Mm -hmm. That's cool. Because my whole goal is to disarm you. It's to distract you from what we're actually doing, which is having a headshot. So I will make jokes. I'll just keep going. Like I'm just on the whole time so that you don't ever think about, ah, I'm taking a headshot and I don't like having my headshot taken because most people don't. But usually that involves some level of self-deprecating humor, right? Because then if they feel comfortable to laugh at me, like with me, then it's like, oh, I can laugh at this guy. Like yeah. he, who the hell is he with a camera? Like he's yeah. an idiot. Yeah. Like this guy's a, a jokester. The shoot where I don't remember Mo had to, she didn't have to dance. She had to pose in some way and she was uncomfortable and she couldn't nail it and then yes. you and kim and carly and i can't remember who else was on set on that uh becky was, was the hair makeup becky yes uh and everyone just starts dancing so he put on music and every and but not like it was like purposely over the top goofy having fun dancing yeah and then gasolina and then gonna gasolina. mo the model <laughs> was just looking at this whole everyone behind camera just having a blast and she kind of laughed and then she just nailed it. Just yeah. na like she That's saw true. everyone is, no one cares. We're all fine looking wild and crazy and dumb. Yeah. And so she's like, and then she just nailed what she had to do. She, she, all her inhibitions. That's right. It's, it's right. It's, can you call it an icebreaker, but it's disarming. How can you disarm everyone to get them in a place where, Oh, I can be an idiot. It's okay. It's funny because you've got little kids, little kids do it. They don't, they don't question it. They just do dumb because they don't know it's dumb. <laughs> they just do dumb, like, hey, what if I did this? We're like, that doesn't make any sense at all. You're five years old, but why would you know? Because you haven't learned that mixing this and this is going to taste disgusting, but I'm going to mix it anyway. Here, dad, try my soup. And I'm like, I got to eat this soup now. And it's terrible. It's <laughs> terrible. It's a, that was a dumb idea. But 
you don't have a filter to, to look through where oh, I don't want to be embarrassed. Yeah, right? the embarrassment like, is, is it's a big the embarrassment. Part of it. That's that's ultimately what it is, right? No one wants to look like an idiot, especially yeah. when you're supposed to be. It's like you're paying me a bunch of money to be here, and I've got ideas, and they all suck. Well, okay, cool. Well, bring your sucky ideas, and hopefully. Someone like James or yourself is going to, I'm going to polish that a little bit, right? Let yeah. me take that dumb idea and what if, what if, what if, what if? The mm -hmm. greatest, greatest statement ever. Yeah. What if? And I think like not being embarrassed is like a superpower. Like the, the ability to not be embarrassed. Like I, I don't get embarrassed about anything. And there's so many things I should be embarrassed about, could be embarrassed about. Yeah. I, a very scrawny man. I don't know if you could tell from the camera angle, you know, whatever, with, with whatever. A, uh, ball spot. I, That's right. <laughs> I can barely read and write. I, you know, what, what can you do? It, it's, it's an interesting thing, right? Is it's, um, the ability to let go, to just not give a shit. It's, it's this balance of like giving about not giving a shit. Yeah. There's, there's some confidence tricky. about it too. Like, you, you know, confident in what you can do. There's many things I can't do, but I'm very confident in the things that I can do. So mm. all the, all my shortcomings, pun intended, mm. what, what can you do? Yeah. Do you remember any of the dumb ideas that we came up with for clients like the bathroom coach that didn't go anywhere? Uh, one of the ones that I liked a lot, well, we did have some good bathroom, another bathroom idea that we had that I liked also. The target one? Yeah. The urinal games yeah, urinal at Buffalo games. Wild Wings yeah. because the Buffalo Wild Wings, you know, men naturally are competitive. Oh, by the way, uh, 12, I don't remember the exact number. We worked on a project for a couple weeks, immediately stock shot up, and the president of Buffalo Wild Wings credited our work for their stock increase. So we made people millions Ooh. of dollars. Not ourselves, but. Well, it was our campaign. Yeah, but no, I mean, we didn't make the millions of oh, dollars. Oh, we did not make it. No, <laughs> well done, any, boys. Anything, actually. We, well done. We made yeah. other people. But it, felt uh, like it wasn't from this idea, though, because oh, this no, idea no, no, didn't no, go no. anywhere. No, no, no. Uh, but we are stemming from, you know, like, men are naturally competitive, and then the sports fan, even more competitive. Even more, and the sports yeah. fan goes to Buffalo Wild Wings. Sure do. So, and when you're drinking beers, obviously you're going to wind up in the bathroom, but why does the competitive nature have to stop when you have to go? Shouldn't have you know? to. Shouldn't have to. Mm -mm. So we wanted to make some urinal games, some fun competitive games at the urinal. It could be target practice, could be maybe a maze that you have to get through, could be a pressure test. Yeah. You know, a lot of you different... You put a little soccer ball on a string that you have to get it test. into the net. That's yeah, so yeah. a lot of like, you know, and then we're we're never stopping your competitive nature. As soon as you you're there, we know where you're gonna be. You gotta you gotta end up in the bathroom. If anything, it's gonna encourage you to drink more beer. So exactly. there's more revenue. You're like, oh I gotta get back in there because I gotta I, yeah. Uh -huh. I gotta get <laughs> yeah. back in there. That's another one of those ideas that just no one else liked. No. People don't uh, love bathroom ideas, no. but, sure. but that's Untapped if you are a if you are a beer, you're gonna get your consumer in the bathroom. Yeah. Let's be honest. That's you just know? the nature of it. It's something that yeah, people shy away from. That. I they feel don't like show it, it in sitcoms enough. People go to the bathroom. People use the bathroom. Let's just embrace I it. I think we haven't had a client that's willing to use it because we haven't had like a natty light or something like someone that would embrace the the humorous side of that. You well, know, we, natty light was well, one yeah, of, yeah. I know, <laughs> they just don't. They don't. Buffalo do Wild Wings wasn't really well. To be fair, we didn't bring that one to the client because. Uh, whatever. Uh, yeah. Another one that I, I like, this wasn't really much of an idea. Again, this is more of like a, this was back then. This is mm -hmm. Doppelbanger's era. Sure, But sure. we had an idea for uh, Hooters, uh, NFL ABI partnership, where we love TDs, which is touchdowns, touchdowns sure, obviously. Of course. Yeah, and then yeah. we'd celebrate, like you you free beer every touchdown, but obviously, and then we'd have TD Twister during like halftime and yeah. sure we had, we really went full in on that again one that didn't didn't <laughs> didn't make, didn't make a cut didn't make no cut. no someone was like ah, no. no one no, that no. I liked this wasn't a dumb one. 
but I really liked it. I was not in the brainstorm for whatever reason. And when I saw it afterwards, I was like, that's fuck, that's great. Hopefully it was, it was mine. It was, it was, it was also for Hooters and it was, so they wanted March Madness. They wanted to get people there beyond the first round because everyone busts their bracket and they stop showing up. Really? So they want people there all the way through the tournament. So he came up with, they do a bracket, but they, it's a pick and roll bracket. And mm. when they pick, they also roll and they get a number. And that number is the number of times they can change a pick. So let's oh. say first round, you got Butler and they lose. Well, you've got a, a you rolled a two, change that. Mm. Right? You can change parts of your bracket. So then you're, you're still in it. You're still in it. You're still yeah. in it. So th- yeah, that stems from no one has ever done a perfect bracket. So if you have a couple of mulligans, my middle name, yeah. then you'll be able to to do a couple of readers, maybe right. you'll get that perfect pick and roll. Yeah. Pick and, and roll. And the name is great. Too. Pick and roll. Pick sure. And roll. Right, right, right. That one, if you recall, one of the account people uh, hated the idea so much that they stormed out of the room. Yeah. They stormed, stormed out. out like foot stomping. Yeah. Like this, this is not a good idea. <laughs> Everything was bad out of the room. Uh, and so we were kind of like, wow. We didn't hit it. Didn't realize like, it was and we were used to, you know, we're batting a thousand. That was yeah. wild. And, but then when, their boss saw the ideas. He was like, "These are brilliant." Oh we like, no! Okay. Yeah, that was that was one of the, you the weirdest. Not have a big ego. That yeah. was yeah, one yeah, of the yeah, yeah. Knock it off. <laughs> uh, hold on. Yeah, that was uh, that was well, that. Yeah, that was a fun. Uh, a character that we created that I really liked um, was for Skittles. That was a very weird brand. If you know how they uh, do their thing, very familiar with so their. One campaign. of their yes. problems was a lot of rainbow. people are just throwing a lot of Skittles in their mouth at one time. Guilty. As am I, because I'm a human being and not a psychopath. There's mm-hmm. a Skittles machine out there if you want to go grab it. I will right. eventually. But they want people to eat one at a time because you get the flavor. Like, you, oh, I could taste the green apple. I, I have done taste- that where I will sort them. A little neuroses would step in. Yeah. Right. So I, I'll grab a handful of green. Boom. Okay. Continue. So we, we created a character named Young Samuel. Don't know why that was his name. Fun name. Uh, he was a normal sized human being like myself, maybe a little taller than me if he's normal sized. Uh, but he has hands that are so small that he could only grab one Skittle at a time. So he had to eat one Skittle at a time. So he right. was teaching people the proper etiquette of how to eat Skittles because right. he could only grab one Skittle at a time with his right. tiny little hands. I would also sometimes grab one and put it in my mouth and not chew it. And just let and it. And then s- becomes the white Skittle. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Like the White Ranger. Same page. Yes. So I w- the White Ranger, of course. Yeah. Which apparently he's very popular still. No. Yeah. Uh, he's like a UFC fighter now. Yeah. He's the same guy. Was it the same guy? I <laughs> oh, see. I didn't really watch. I was a little bit. Green gone. Green Ranger evolved was, was murdered. <gasps> oh. Um, but he didn't really die, uh, and he came back as the White Ranger. So he's like huge, like as you, you can, can imagine in the in the <laughs> Comic Con scene. Yeah, and apparently, like he has like old memorabilia that he's selling for fortune. All right, so a fortune. I don't know this, but I have it because you know I know trivia. I have a feeling I know what the actor's name is. Oh, let's even hear though that. I didn't watch it, I no, feel come, like you, I know. There's no possible no, way I you can know this. He'll pull something up, and I'll go. Oh, that actress's. So I, I guess a, he referenced the movie and an actress. So I was like, I, he I knew hate, it immediately. I feel like his name is. Austin St. John. I've never heard that no, name in my no life. Way. That's Hold what comes on. to my brain. Uh, that name comes to my brain. No. No? No, it's actually interesting. He has three first names. Jason David Frank. Oh, see, I was, who's Austin St. John? Uh, He's the Red Ranger. Tom, Tommy Oliver was the character's name. Yeah. I don't know why that pops into my brain. Austin St. 
John. This is an uh, American actor. He's known for his roles in Dolphin Tale. It's oh, sequel, Dolphin Tale 2. He's a big Dolphin Tale guy. guy. <laughs> See, I'm not, I don't always win. Uh, but I, yeah, I love trivia. And uh, so my dad oh. is on a cruise doing trivia every morning. I told him this morning. And he's writing down the questions, sends me the questions, and then what I, how many I need to get right to have one if I was there. Oh, okay. So he's doing That's that cool, every like morning. So I would have post trivia. Yeah. So I would have won yesterday. We, I, he didn't tell me if I would have won today. Um, but so we're playing trivia. I am so bad at trivia that if we did a trivia night and the topic was me, I would still lose. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but digital surgeons were uh, Connecticut state champions. Wow. Because yeah. of you, probably. No, well, we had a good team. Yeah. Jack, uh, Jamie. I think it was us. I can't remember if anyone else was on the team. I, I was, <laughs> that sounds I, like a great team. Was, I yeah, definitely was not. Yeah. Yeah. It, it was great. I think we got every question right. Because one of us knew them. So it's like I had no clue. Jamie knew it. Like everyone was. Just like a, that was a, a little soft flex right there. Yeah. Right. Like, wow. How are you? Oh, great. So uh, great I'm going to tell you about a show that I've been trying to tell James to watch, but I recognize we've already discussed. He won't like watch it. Dash is one of my favorite games because I could just make okay. up answers. So there's a show, new game show on Netflix, Howie Mandel. This is also for you, the audience member. Uh, I usually am not like a game show person, but I'm sitting there looking. I'm like, all right. Yeah, let me give this something. a shot. I like Howie Mandel, right? Yeah. Classic. Who right? doesn't? And new game show called... <laughs> the whole idea is that you come up, it's a trivia game. You come up, questions presented to you. You either know it or you don't. You've got a little podium in front of you. You select the answer. You immediately know if you got it right or you got it wrong. And obviously, if you know the answer, you know the answer. You have a panelist of three people that you now need to convince that you got the oh, right like answer. That. The benefit, or it's interesting because it's two games at once. My job as the contestant is I'm trying to win a million bucks. So there's stages, right? Start at a thousand, you work your way up incrementally. I need to convince you. I need to just convince at least one out of the three. Or if I get it right, doesn't matter, I move on to the next round. But if I get it wrong, I have to convince at least one out of the three. Now, the job of the panelists is to guess most accurately if I was or not. Because if they're most accurate in guessing if I was or not, they get a turn up there. Ooh. So it's a double game. So it's not, I wanna vote you off because I think you're an idiot and you suck. No, <laughs> I, wanna, I have to read you, I have to figure out are you telling the truth or not? So it's everything from, it's an interesting game in, in psycholo uh, a psychological approach of how quickly do I answer? If I know the answer, do I still take my time? Because now what I'm doing is building in a cushion for when I don't know the answer. Mm -hmm. So it's this whole mental game and I'm watching it and I'm like, this is really good. The guy that did one of the best was a creative director. And he was like, I every single day, this is my job, this is what I do. He won 750,000 freaking wow. dollars. Yeah. I do feel like I probably wouldn't be good at that game for the same reason why I was, I was feeling a little hesitant about coming here because mm. I hate my voice, I hate how it sounds. <laughs> and I sound like a dumb person. You know what I mean? Like, like if so, if I was talking and trying to convince someone, they're like, "This guy doesn't know." He doesn't know. Fuck. He doesn't, right. Listen to his voice. He well, what's know interesting anything. too is at the beginning of it, you have the opportunity to introduce yourself, so you have the ability. Maybe to, I could use a southern accent or something. You have the ability to off the bat to say, "I've graduated with this degree and this degree and this degree," because oh, okay. now you could leverage that. You've just created a storyline that you could now leverage I to watch say, this show. "Well, in this, uh, oh, you know what? This question reminds me of when I was graduating." when I was in school over here and, and blah, blah, blah. We did this thing, we would go on these tours and yeah, B is the answer for this question. That's why I know it. Hmm. And you're like, oh, 
that sounds right. Was that legit? Like you could, you might go up there and be like, I've got kids. I graduated from this. I do this for a living. Set yourself up in a broad <laughs> enough range where you're just a liar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And you win a million dollars. It's yeah. great. That does sound like a good I show. don't think I would be able to get up there because I don't think I could read the people who are lying. And one specific example of why I don't think I could do it. We played a game. I want to say it was called Resistance with a bunch of people. This was a while ago. Okay. And it's someone's a spy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And yep. you've got to find out who the spy is. So mm. you're trying to figure out who's lying. Yeah. And I didn't get anyone right. No. But I couldn't figure it out. Do you know why you would be able to get up there? Because you would know all of the answers. And when no, someone. No, I wouldn't be able to get up there because I wouldn't be able to find out who's lying. Well, you would because they would say the oh, wrong answer. Oh, okay. And you'd be like, oh, this guy. You'd be like, no, that's bullshit. You I know. You would be this. able to tell he's lying because that's probably how you would progress. Think about it. Yeah. yeah. You would know the right answer. So you'd be like, this guy is clearly lying. Because I would just want to touch Howie Mandel because he's. Oh, he would. He would be kicked off immediately. It's so funny how everyone is so clearly like not willing to like, is this. No. Yeah, it's fine. Thanks, Howie. Just get excited and just. Hug him. Oh, yeah, he would hate that so much. In that yeah. show, I didn't realize he was the voice of um, Gizmo in uh, yeah, and Bobby's World. Well, Bobby's World, yes. Yeah, but he was the voice of uh, Gizmo in uh, whatever that movie was called in Gremlins. the eighties. Gremlins, Gremlins, thank too. you. Gremlins, too. Yeah. really? He was a little mugwai. Yeah, he was yeah. Gizmo, and he did the voice, and I was like, ah, Gizmo. this guy, yeah, fucking <laughs> Gizmo. Look at that. How is just killing it out there? Um, just sidetrack or another topic. Okay. I was telling him a story earlier about something that I used to find hilarious, uh, kind of an improv style where you would go on a bit and I would jump in. Or if I went on a bit, you would jump in. Oh, And the yes. specific one was when like an account person would be giving feedback and we didn't agree with their feedback. You would be like, why'd you say that weird? Like that word, why'd you say that word? That's hilarious. And then I would jump and go, yeah, that was Yo, You definitely said it like yeah, that. Why? And then they would be like, wait, and say it again. They're like, no, it was normal that time, but the last time you said it, why right. did you say it that? And you would just mess with their head, yeah. and they forget about the feedback. Yeah, you got a bit. You got a bit, people. All <laughs> bits, bits are great. Bits are, ah, and it stinks when people don't understand a bit in yeah. general, and and you have to explain like, no, I'm doing it for a bit. Like this is a bit. Like, yeah, it, it ruins the whole bit if you're explaining. It the bit. ruins the bit if you have to explain the bit. It ruins the bit, and the idea that when you could get a couple of people in on the bit and it just oh, keeps, yeah. it's it's improv. It's yes right. and, yes and, yes and, and everyone's yes anding. And that's oh, that's great. That's problem with the remote workplaces. Yeah. There's no bits. There's no yes and. Oh, it's because you're not on my virtual calls, all bits. Oh, yeah. All oh, bits. Yeah. We actually, we actually <laughs> schedule half hour meetings for hour long because we have to schedule in bit time. Because, time. because I, I truly like, I need that like interaction. I do this job because I love the people yeah. and that entire environment to just sit here and make case cards and all that, like doing that type of stuff and then sitting in my home quiet. No, no, thank you. you What's a bits. good bit you got going on right now? I mean, it's just, it depends on the, the like, there's no like overcurrent. Bits. Bits. Yeah, but I have found that when I'm on a call, I recognize that there are moments of like silence or somebody's doing something and I'll start to say something and then they'll say it and they'll be like, oh, they'll say, oh no, you go ahead. I'm like, no, I was just going to make a dumb joke. And then it was actually interesting. Ness said the other day, she's like, no, tell the joke. We need the joke. Like, tell the joke. Like, what's the stupid joke? And I tell the joke, gets no response. And it's like, me. All right. Yeah. <laughs> but one of the, I'm glad we made room for that joke, for the yeah. bit. One of the bits that I do like is singing a common song as someone who has a really thick accent. Like, like, yeah, you're never going to get it, never going to get it, never going to get it. It's just <laughs> never going like, to get it, yeah. never get what, it. What, what, what? 
Like it's just, you know, it depends on the day of what song I'm feeling. That's usually a go-to song just because trying to overpronounce going to instead of gonna is is hilarious to me. Um, are you, you're familiar with uh, My Money Don't Jiggle Jiggle, I'm sure. Oh, let's, let's hear it. I don't need to, My Money Don't Jiggle Jiggle, it folds. I'd like to see you wiggle wiggle for sure. <laughs> when, you, uh, when you pronounce it like that. I know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. yeah, everyone, really, everyone hears it the other way. And that's the current meme that's going around is like, really this, this is the song that lives rent-free in my mind 24-7. Mm-hmm. And everybody's doing it. Jack wants to do it for Arculus. Yeah, because, yeah. you know, yeah. why wouldn't we? Because yeah. we're talking about money. Yeah. But yes, that's, uh, yeah, just bits, just bits, which could you, could you call them bits and bites? Is there a way to include bites in there? Why do you want I'm, bites? I'm overthinking. I don't know. Cause bits and bites are like a thing. Yeah. Well, if you're like digital zoom calls, remote bits and bites, uh, it's a bite. Uh, you don't get it. Nah, see, maybe I'm over explaining lunch. the bit. Maybe if it's over lunch. Ah, see, see, dumb ideas, dumb ideas need to evolve. Bits and bites. Little yeah. bits and bites. Yeah. It's like a bit. That. Nah, it's a bite. Cause we're having lunch. <laughs> 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 Give me that chip. I also always call uh, my uh, copywriter Carl, even though his name's Kyle. I, I don't know why. I just think it's funny. It's like that slight tweak. That's a good bit. And especially because it's like sometimes I don't know. Like they're like, is he saying Carl? <laughs> 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 like, yeah. But it's like so close. Yeah. Yeah. I like Carl. the name bits. Carl. Yeah. Kyle. Uh, speaking of Meg, you have not come up with my nickname yet. And I'm looking yes. right at you in the camera. Yes. So well, she's tasked with coming with a nickname. She was tasked two weeks ago. I think it was nickname. maybe about two weeks ago. Yeah. And because James has a nickname for everyone. And during a podcast, he'd mentioned no one has a nickname for me. And then we were talking about it. We were talking about, I said JD, but then we realized that's too much like Scrubs and I you're mean, not JD. I mean, very much like Scrubs. But then what we also established was that you were uh, Dr. Cox. So James doesn't have a nickname. No. I want to call you Jimmy Dowd. I said that. Jimmy Dowd, because you call me Stevie Waltz. Jimmy so Dowd, I have that. Jimmy Usually Jim- the, the nicknamer is the one that ends up without a nickname because yeah. you're the one handing them out. It's weird to hand out yourself a nickname, even though I gave myself the nickname Jumbo Penis. <laughs> <laughs> well, I found that within my family, I have nicknames for most people in my family. And everyone just calls me Steve. But I, I, do, I do appreciate a good nickname. When you have a nickname for someone, yes, I want to call you that nickname. Yeah. I almost don't ever want to call you by your formal Oh, name. yeah. Once the nickname is established, you never go. You can't go back. I've been calling my brother Duckman for 25 years. My mother, at this point, has accepted it, but hated it. And I'll refer to him as Duck. Within my sister, like, it's Duck. Duck did this. Or, Duck, can you grab that? Uncle Duckman, but they actually, the kids, his name's Jonathan. So they actually will refer to him as Uncle John, but I'm like, that's Duckman. That's weird when you call him John. Yeah, his name's Duck. And my whole life. You should see this guy. Uh, does surfing. he look like a duck? No, he looks like an Abercrombie model. So okay. let's talk about a bit is that James doesn't believe that my brother is real. Yeah. He thinks he thinks because <laughs> we've asked him. This is a long him, bit. Th- yeah. This is like an ongoing bit. Yeah. I was actually. So what it is, he has these like this these photos of this model. Looks like an Abercrombie model. Surfing, shirtless, jacked, ripped. Uh, he's catfishing you and, with his brother. And he keeps, he's going to be joining us on the shoot. He's going to be our model. He's mm. going to hang out with us. Nah, I can't and he make just it. never shows up. Oh, and yeah. this has been going on for years. I mean, it's probably four years now, something years, like that. And yeah. he's never uh, actually oh, showed and, up. And I'll call him like, Duck Man, can you come on the shoot? Right? So, but then I can hear, you know, like, a, <laughs> yeah, yeah. like clearly there's no one there. So I was he talking to him. Call mid. Yeah. <laughs> so I was talking to him yesterday because we went to a, a sure concert. And of course. And I told him, I was like, hey, you know what would be funny? is if one day you just showed up 
and you and you said, "Hey, I'm looking for James Dowd. I have a meeting with him. Uh, my name is Duckman." And you just showed up like, and you were real awkward, as if you were like this weird actor that like didn't know who you were, and you had to pretend to be this Duckman person. Check your notes. Every yeah, time. yeah. Duckman. I'm Mr. Duckman. Hey, Mr. Duckman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm Man Duck. How you doing? Nice to meet you. And I said that would be. And I said, and I said, James would appreciate the bit if we did the oh, bit. Yeah, for sure. He would appreciate that. Like, we actually, if he showed this. up dressed as that photo. Yes, because it shows up on his it's in like board shorts yeah, and a surfboard. Like, hey, yeah. I'm Mr. Duck. Nice to meet you. Yeah. Oh, right hand. That's right. Yeah, yeah. that's not clever because that's a bit on a bit. You're like doing a bit about a bit. Yes, yeah. like the the long term bits. That's great. Bits on bits. It's a commitment. Yeah, it's I a like commit. Yeah. We could be the itty bitty committee. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> See, you just cut a, yeah. cut that, cut that, cut that, cut that, cut that. It is fun though when you can just and banter. One of the bits that I enjoyed doing with some friends was the concept of coming up with like a useless superpower. I don't know if mm. you've ever done that. Uh, as an example, what maybe- What was your useless superpower? Like, like just useless superpowers in general and, and how far can you get, like you can um, only talk to, you can communicate with uh, sea life, but only like deep sea life. So mm. by the time you got down there, it would crush your body. So you right. could never actually communicate so with- So we could have that power. We just don't know. Exactly. I could have that power. Or you can the, communicate with coasters. You can communicate with coasters. Get you, off you have of the me. you have the power oh, of flight, but you can only fly like half an inch off the ground. So it's like, oh, I could fly, but like I can only but fly. Like, but it's like, but oh, you count? mean you can jump? Like, yeah, I can jump too, idiot. But it's like, no, no, I have the power of flight. You can like fly. You become invisible, but like fifty percent opacity. Yes, exactly. Right. Yes. So it's, like, it's we still we still see you. Right. Yeah. No, no, I'm invisible. You can't see me at all. So it's just stupid, stupid superpowers or like just dumb, useless superpowers. It's like, oh, that's a fun bit. Just, just to randomly sprinkle in like, hey, here's a dumb one and just build off of that. Yeah, that's a good that's bit. Pretty, that's pretty, what, what, what would your real superpower be if you could pick one? And like in this real world, you're not battling like giant robots. Like, sure, sure. So it's not, it's not full fantasy. But right. Like, it's just like in this real normal world, mine to, to kick it off, definitely please. teleportation for sure. Yeah. See, I would pick time travel. And then just manipulate everything. I'd be super, super rich. Well, we, well, we don't you, know how time would, travel works yet. So, but we don't know. We don't know how <laughs> teleportation works. Yeah. All right. You. Well. So immediately, I, I find. Right. Can like, I teleport only where I can see? I'm just going from room. You to could travel. end up. You could end up tormented, and you could end up stuck. I could end up stuck. You're right. Because if I don't know how it works. So if I'm like, oh, I want to teleport all the way back home. There's a lot of things that could go wrong. There's a lot of different homes that you've had, yeah. right? And You're at right, what right. time? And as the Earth moves, are you teleporting? off into space mm. you're right because i need to my teleportation needs to factor in the rotation exactly. of our earth yeah yeah right. i was movement in space i was assuming we were space. flat earthers while i was oh, doing yeah, yeah. this Absolutely. which would be much easier if right. you're going to teleport or flat earthers riding on elephants riding on a turtle wait so to be the precise. earth rotates do flat earthers believe that the flat earth rotates Oh, does it spin? Yeah. I, I don't like know. I don't know player? if they believe in rotation. Well, I mean, they believe in rotation as a concept. I don't know <laughs> about the Earth. Well, I, might true. Not. I can't assume not. anything. I'm trying to think. I want to just go with super strength. Yeah, strength is a good because one. Because I feel obviously. like I could win contests. And I, I you <laughs> know. Or speed, super speed would be good. You'd be like a professional. I mean, you'd be. You'd be an Olympian. Yeah. Speed would be dope. But I think, so I feel like I would want like a subtlety where like I would have super strength. But you wouldn't but, use but, full strength. All but time. enough where like, I can't like lift a building, but like I could lift a car without much problem. So right? you really. But I'll, 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 I'll be a performer, right? I would be the strong man and I'd perform and I would just become that person. In a circus? 
I guess kind of like like a circus. <laughs> he just wants to join a circus. Like a circus. Act. A circus like I'd want to be a performer just and like you work like out a little thing. bit. Right, I guess that's all I have to do, right? Just you can yeah, get like, the superpower. Go to the gym, dude. Um, Your superpower is not unattainable. Uh, yeah, I'm pickleball. I, I guess I'm. I'm, I'm already giving myself a useless superpower. Like, I want to just be like somewhat strong. You, you said I be in the circus. You right. set it up here, and you're like, I want to pick up like kind of heavy things. I'm trying to be humble about. It. I'm trying to be humble about. It. But I feel like super fast. Maybe super fast is the way to go. Because you, you could like cool. limit your, like you don't want to show everyone that you're yeah, like, like you're gonna be running around everywhere. He's gonna be teleporting there. And well, I'm just gonna I'm gonna be stuck around. in a wall. Yeah, that's true. And I'm gonna move around in time. Yeah, just but like what, what I want. yeah, what benefit do you get from just being really fast? You I could just get to a place quicker. Oh, yeah. cool. And then be super. Where, okay, tired and so I'm trying to think of like what's the advantage healing. of this? What about he, the, like a Wolverine oh. healing? That's probably it. No, I don't want to live forever. I want to but heal. Healing, healing's dope. If if I can't have claws coming out of my my skin, then well, you can because healing. it'll. But heal. I could because it would right. heal. You're, You're right. like, hey, doctor, I need a claw. Doctor. I could have the uh, right. adamantium skeleton. Not his superpower. Wow, we're really getting off track. Here. No, it's not. No, no there's no, no track. Okay. No, it's not, and it's. I don't really want to control the weather, but that would actually be kind that of that cool. would be that would be beneficial for That'd sure. Nice. Or mind reading, it's a good one in the real world. Nah, I feel like that would but, torment you. Right, you're I think tormented. I don't necessarily want to know what you guys are thinking right no, now. No, no, you don't. No, you don't. <laughs> you're like, you're like torso, and yeah. you're like, why the do we have this yeah. guy? Going? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Just thinking about JP, the definition of JP. And, right, you're thinking right. That would be that would actually probably end up driving you crazy. Yeah, you you don't know. That's. Too much. I have a an idea for this podcast okay. for for future uh, dog cam that people can't see that there's two dogs dog walking there's, around this. There are place. two dogs. You so you put mean some like, like GoPros on them? Do you mean like a lower camera? A lower camera. We got dog. <laughs> you mean a crotch <laughs> cam? Is what you're talking about? <laughs> Yeah, I, like I, didn't, the, I didn't intend follow, for that. Just follow it right back. Yeah, I like right that you're thinking about the company. No, you're yeah. like, yeah. you're masking it as a dog cam. I like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's a dog cam. cam. Sure. Although is. I do want to do a dog headshot day. I asked uh, yeah. Johanna about that. We need to, I feel like that needs to be official. Yeah, I like that. We had a... What do you, uh, just like website, that's what you're doing with your headshots like what are you doing with a well he just wants a nice like so nice everyone photos. has like professional headshots or yeah yeah for, for the company but then also yeah. like every, there's a lot of there's a lot of pet parents at the company here so yeah. it's oh, like you know what hey bring them in like let's let's put your dog on the way like why not for the internet right yeah for our, for our internal purposes right yep. so if you want to say yeah there he is famous. little jebbers right <laughs> you just hear sniffing <laughs> no you gotta you gotta you gotta go like this Jeff. that's right yeah he gotta hang 10 Jeff. what are you doing He's looking for a guy that treats up here earlier. Yeah, he's snow, smelling yeah. right where that treat was. Mm -hmm. I honestly, when I first came in, I didn't know that was a treat, and I was like, "Wow, they just <laughs> on the tables here." <laughs> it was like a really gnarly looking treat. Yeah, yeah, it's chicken jerky. James gets snacks, and no one else does. Yeah, thank you, James. I could have used like a pretzel or something. Yeah. Well, yes. actually, I'm going to get Skittles after this for sure. Uh, yellow, orange, definitely the best too. Uh, I'm not a I'm not a candy guy. I, but uh, real green. quick, we still also well, have an green first question that we always ask. Oh shit, we but haven't. We're like into this. Uh, so every time, yeah, we are. We're deep. So every time we have this pot, so creative working title is typically led off by an initial question of what wait, wait, does. Wait, wait, wait. Let's see if he listens. Oh, do you, do you know what the first question was? What does creativity mean to you? <gasps> oh. Ah! He yeah, said face. Yeah, so um, please, what does That's creativity? my superpower. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Listening to podcasts. <laughs> Listening to podcasts. Yeah. yeah, I told you. I just Attentive crush listener. podcasts. 
what does creativity mean to me? What does creativity mean? To um, you? In the like simplest form, it is truly just like problem solving. I think creativity is problem solving, and I know uh, a lot. Uh, James and I differ sometimes in. I know, like some, you think like not everyone is creative. Sometimes you, I, I am the almost exact opposite where I think everyone is creative because. Mm. We just happen to be in an industry that we're able to utilize our creativity every day. Some people aren't asked upon to use their creativity. It doesn't necessarily no. mean they aren't creative. You know, like uh, when an accountant saves you a lot of money on your taxes, if that's what they do, that, that's creative problem solving. Absolutely. It's not seen as creative as writing a book or creating a beautiful poster or, you know, making a painting, but it is creative in its own way. And yeah. I think I stem from that because to me, my mom doesn't have a creative job. Like she's not, but to me, she is like one of the most creative people ever because she has problem solved her whole life. Mm. She grew up super poor. She grew up with nothing. She had three kids when she was 20 and she just like creative i didn't know that i was poor until i was like 12 because all the other kids like let me know that i was poor because <laughs> sure <laughs> because she was so creative like she's she could mask that you know like i yep. didn't know what i was missing because of all of her creativity and, mm. and being able to to showcase that to me so problem solving to me i think is the, the main part of creativity yeah i dig that i think there is absolutely something to that an electrician can be creative even though they're performing a trade but they could do it in a way that is creative problem solving right i'm going to figure this yeah. out and yeah i think that does stem to stem into almost anything is that right while while you're not traditional so it's the idea right that being labeled a creative is very clear in some way shape or form and it's interesting that the the idea of like the arts as not being like, uh, don't go into the arts. Like you're not going to make any money. You're not going to have a career. But then the <laughs> yeah. reality is it's like, no, that's like, that's a big part of everything. It is. Is the arts. But the idea that creativity only goes there is crazy. And that's, that's what um, my, my wife is an art teacher. And you know, mm -hmm. that's like the first thing to go when schools lose their budget. And to me, I think that is really like short-sighted. People don't understand how important art is because of its creative outlet. It's, it is its problem solving. If no one was creative and if we didn't have teach creativity to everyone, everything would be done the same way every time because it's like, this is how it's done. You don't have right. that person to be like, maybe it could be done a little bit differently. Right. No, maybe what we ifs. Could do that. And if you look at every industry, someone says, maybe it could be a little bit differently. So there are those creative engineers, the creative math teachers, the creative accountants, because yeah. they're, they're looking at it a little bit differently. The disruptors. The disruptors. And I think that we benefit greatly that we are asked to problem solve every day. Like mm -hmm. we get a brief that's a problem we have to solve and we have to solve it differently. Some people, their job is to, to solve the same problem every day. So, you know, you fall, you lose a little bit of that creativity because you're like, this is how it's solved. I've already tried all the ways. This is the best way to do it. Right. It's not necessarily that they're not creative. They're just not asked to be creative. Mm. Well, and especially not, not necessarily asked to be creative in the visual sense, where right. it's very obvious that you're being quote unquote creative because you, you mixed or you made, or you visually created this thing that now everyone can look at and go, ooh, that's cool, or that's interesting, yeah. that's unique. No, well, yeah, no one's looking at the plumbing underneath my house to be like, holy sh that's how you did it? Oh, that's really clever. I, I, wouldn't I, I wouldn't have done it that way. I wouldn't have done it, yeah, like, yeah. that's a great idea, yeah. Problem solved, yeah. creative, yeah. That's a good answer.
And I, and, I, and I mean that from a very real sense. I mean, the way that I even crafted my team, I have account people in my brainstorms. I have mm. product managers in my brainstorm because ideas can come from everyone. Everyone has these ideas. They know the client just as well as I know the client. Why can't right. they come up with an idea? You know? So I dig that from everyone. Everyone's experiences create something, you know, all their experiences are different. Something may hit them a little bit differently. Yeah. And then my job is to take that idea and make it better. Mm -hmm. Of course, make it something that's... Bring it to life. That's real, but the little sparks can come from everywhere. Yeah, that's really cool. I dig that. I almost feel like we should wrap on that. That's a good answer. I feel like it's... This is a podcast of... And how do we go into more dumb stuff after that? Reverse. No, you can't. No, that was like... That was just like a good bookend to a really good conversation. And Lucy just farted. So I'm waiting for it to hit you guys. And I, fin- and I finished this. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> thank you for joining. Yep. Thank you everyone again for watching now and listening to Creative Working Title. Thoughts, feedback, comments, follow us on all of the socials and we'll, we'll catch you in the next one. Yeah, thanks for having me. This probably will be the only episode that I don't listen to because, as I said before, I really hate how I sound. I hate Mm -hmm. my voice. So we'll auto tune it. Okay, Meg, Meg, go ahead and auto tune it. You can make me like in that witness protection voice. Maybe you can do something like that. Something deep. Yeah, we'll pixelate you too. Yeah, I like that idea. Well, we'll see. We'll see. We'll pixelate. We'll pixelate the patch. (laughs) Yeah, right. We're gonna do something about the patch. Meg, Meg, do something for him. Yeah, Meg, come on, do it. So normally, Meg sits right there in the corner. Do you listen to the uh, Always Sunny podcast? Oh, yeah. So, you know, they have oh, Meg they have a Meg too. That's, 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 we have the same thing. We got Meg. Yeah. We got Meg over a there. Meg, Ours is just as good. Yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah. Well. No, I mean our podcast. Our, our Meg is better. Yeah. Your podcast yeah. is even better, I'd say. Probably. Yeah. 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 Although I I really love Charlie Day. Yeah. Well, I'm trying to do a... Uh, we can't talk. This is not an idea that has been dead yet, so we can't talk about it yet. But if, if we get to work with Charlie Day, that would be dope. That's good. That would be dope. Yeah. You know, Al's coming to uh, the catapult happy hour. You know, she uh, just quit. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I was just texting her. She didn't say that. She uh, texted. It literally happened yesterday. Oh, okay. Um, she sent me a message. She was like, "Hey, I'm about to send an email out, but I don't want it to blindside you. Um, I'm leaving Heineken." And then, literally, before I could finish reading that, she sent the email out. I was like, "That didn't give me a lot." <laughs> yeah. of- Where's she going? <laughs> Uh, she's just taking some family time. All right. She has a a, a young uh, child as well, so just a little bit of a little bit of family time. And Lucas is just rolling in it. Probably. Yeah, right. I mean, yeah. We always saw him as a yeah as a money maker. Yeah. So mm. money guy. I'll do it. I married a teacher, so yeah. I gotta keep my job. Yeah, you keep that job. <laughs> yeah, keep that job. I gotta keep that. Good. This was fun. This was great. This is really a cool. Place. Yeah. Let's start.